how how I, I was wondering about how the infected work is it like a mental connection thing where they like in will go on like you mean connected to each other yes uh, like she says more are coming right so how I do think they know because he had the, the light on and I think they it's the light it. I think he had because he went over there with the candle as soon as he had the candle I was like oh shit and they got a light master source where like you kind of saw almost mm-hmm. from the effective's POV like the light source right. mm-hmm. so I feel like if anything they can sense that anything is close they're like attack 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 mm-hmm. but I feel like when people escape them they always just kind of stop running and kind of like yeah. well all right that's not gonna work and they <laughs> kind of you know what i mean and they're so i feel like there's more maybe more than like a telepathic connection right. they're just so instinctual based we're like tear apart tear apart tear right, apart right zombie-ish in sure. a way, right, right. to speak horror movie survival guide is a weekly podcast where i gorehound julia marchesi delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums terry gamble who is hiding in the creepy horror closet <laughs> My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on foxy yet dodgy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the The final final girl. girl. Hi. Hi! Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. <laughs> oh my. This is episode 100. You can't tell from the balloons in the back. We got balloons. I mean, if you're yeah. listening on the podcast, uh, you probably can't tell because they're you can't red. See the balloons, but they are red balloons. They're shiny. Oh, that, yeah. They're very pennywise. We all float here at the Horror Movie Survival Guide. Yes. So happy to have. 100 episodes with you guys. How amazing. So crazy. We have our original OG host, Marion, back if you're listening and hearing. Hi, guys. And you I, love. like, who is that strange woman? Oh. <laughs> it's me. Yes. And and the new new G. The new Marion. The Just new kidding. G. <laughs> Terry. Terry G. I, I just like telling people that because I love a new Jan. And a new... <laughs> And a new Darren, a new situation. <laughs> uh, and then we have the the old old school me, just the Julia, the constant. The, the constant here. You are the constant at Horror Movie Survival Guide. So we decided we wanted to show talk about one of our favorite films yeah. and um, something that Marion and I saw together mm-hmm. upon its release, and we're like, hundred percent, mind blown. We love this movie so much. Yeah. Uh, let's like really get into this horror stuff. Yeah. It is wild. It is twenty eight days later. Yeah, two thousand two. Danny Boyle starring Killian Murphy. Naomi oh. Harris. Is it Killian uh, or Cillian? Killian, right? Killian? Okay, I'll say Killian. I have literally been saying Cillian this whole really? time. Really? I, I, I have to. Should I internet this right now? You no. guys do the show, I'll internet it? Okay. If okay. you want. Okay, sure. Because um, I feel bad if I'm going to say his name wrong. And then we just call him like Mr. Murphy because we're not sure. Twitter's I like, come him, on, you guys. I mean, we should just call him Cheekbones because honestly, that's like what I think about. I'm I was 100% like, down with calling him Cheekbones. Yeah, because this is my first time seeing it. I know you I, y'all saw it like back in the day, but I had never seen it before. Did it? Did it? It blew my you? freaking mind. Awesome. My heart was pounding the entire freaking movie excellent like i was just like on the edge i was sweaty by the end i was like why am i sweating hilarious <laughs> so sweaty. all right well forget the internet we're just going cheekbones then 100 yeah, okay, okay. Cheekbones. Oh, he's so beautiful he's um beautiful. <laughs> i mean i just knew him as like the bad guy from like dark knight and whatnot yeah, okay. and i was like all right and then but i was this like is the one that kind of kicked it off for him yes. yeah but cheekbones cheekbones I, I can't mm-hmm. just call him cheekbones. We speak We're going to call him Jim in like two seconds. Okay. So for now, we can call him cheekbones. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, this movie a little bit. Uh, yeah. So this was made for $8 million. Okay. And it made $45 million. Ooh. Wow. Yay, Danny Boyle. Slow clap, yes. sir. Slow clap. He All right. It's just brilliant. Yeah, it yeah. really is. 
It's so the tension that he achieves in this film just floored me. And also, this is the first one of the first films I think where he went digital, right? Because yeah, this, a, big, yes. a big part of the whole look of this film is this shot on a cannon, super gritty, which Grainy. I feel like, which was one of the things that was kind of revisiting it was kind of shocking to me in a good way. But like the first five minutes of this film, like this movie looks crazy. Why does this look so crazy? Yeah. But it's like 2002 digital, and like it was a big jump, but a big mm-hmm. stylistic choice. It feels um, more so now. The thing that I think is so brilliant about this film is that there's layers of terror because you have this terror of waking up and there's no one. Then you have this terror of waking up and there's no one in the fucking city. Mm-hmm. And then you, then there's people coming fucking after you. Yeah. And then you finally, when you finally do get to safety, it really isn't safety. And it's just like this keeps going this to like layer there's after no layer. There's no settling down. There's no the layers of loneliness. Yes. And terror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could not imagine waking up in a hospital bed and no one's there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally no one and you're left to try to find a coca-cola yeah you know? <laughs> but i also think what's interesting about it is because he woke up having and again for people who are big fans of the walking dead it's like this is not a shocking premise but again 2002 big deal and i feel like um part of it is because when he's waking up he's it's not like you're waking up from a nap or like waking up from right. just like a coma where you're like 100 to go like he's so out of it in the beginning of this film that i like that his panic is not it really takes him a while to get panicked about it so in the beginning it's just so confusing yeah he's so fuzzy and he doesn't yeah. really know what's going he's on and i like the fuzzy I mean, yeah. of this yeah. rather well, than just go immediately to terror you know well and the, the tagline for this movie is great the tagline is his fear began when he wake up alone his terror began when he realized he wasn't it's pretty good pretty good it's pretty good um, can, yeah. can i tell you a little alternate universe casting Please. for this movie Ooh. that's why i came back i that's mean why, so let's do it that's why we're here right <laughs> okay. for sure um so we could have had this is an interesting one not one that i would expect ryan gosling seemed uh, was up for this in some way okay. and i'm like uh-huh. what's that he could do anything all right i don't know about that okay it, it just be strange he can do a lot but i he's not you, cheekbones you, you need someone british i think for this because it's such a, like a british but don't you think film? he would have played it as british of course he would have yeah he would have but there's something about and well cheekbones is actually irish but yeah. whatever he's on the island yes. i get that but there's something about london and yeah. seeing an empty london that floored me because yeah julie and i a lot of you know we met on the way to flying to london um 20 years ago almost like it's very soon you crazy. Know, i mean there's always it's always people. crowded like no that city when. that's what killed me watching that too i think that's why i had so much terror because i just remember like being in that city i remember walking around in the middle of the night in that city yeah, you know people. after going and there's people there's always something happening because it's a yeah. live big big you know it's, yeah. it's a major city it's actually not that huge miles wise or like you know, dimensions wise since you guys are <laughs> kilometers there i guess um, but it's it's condense you know yeah. like it's got that very um it feels claustrophobic sometimes because there's mm-hmm. so many people mm-hmm. so to see it that empty would freak me the heck out yes. yeah that would be really scary so the other alternate universe casting can i guess this? you can <laughs> my hands up everyone <laughs> um is it Ewan McGregor it before is. they're falling out? Yes. <gasps> gossip, yes. gossip. So apparently this was written. Do you know about the falling out between no. Danny Boyle and Ewan McGregor? Uh, okay, so this is some juice. Oh, it's great. Okay. Because Ewan McGregor and Danny Boyle worked together on Shallow Grave. Yes. Right? And Which then, I saw a lot of the casting was like crossed over. Some yes. of the and other people spotting. were all and then, in Shallow Grave. Yeah, so too. then Train Spotting was mm-hmm. the next one. So then I guess Ewan assumed he would continue. And then he, uh, Danny Boyle cast Leonardo DiCaprio in The Beach, which was supposed to be his part. And he was like <gasps> out of there. 
and he no. peaced out. And they so like their the friendship. way in which it was handled was a bit awkward, and Ewan was kind of felt put out. So then when this came around, Danny Boyle was like, 100%, this is Ewan McGregor. And he's like, I do think so. Um, because it, it would have been great. It has since been resolved, but that I could totally see when but I was I'm watching so this. But I'm so glad for Cheekbones. No, because, Cheekbones like, 100%. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it was a breakout for him, and like his career after that just like was no. like and none other. He's and he's so wonderful. great in this movie. You just want to give him a hug. You want to help him. You want to be there. You, you root for him <laughs> so much. I want everything to work out for Cheekbones. And he yeah. also looks great with like half a shaved head. Like he's got. Can we talk that- about the hair in this movie? I know wow. we're going to get to plot at some point, but like sorry, the guys, hair in the- I mean, sorry. He wakes up, and I know, I mean, he's naked, so I'm happy. And then he has this crazy, because he's like gotten like this- a brain surgery, yeah, so it's, it's like they shaved sh- yeah. half his head. And it looks punk rock and f- It shaved, cool. but then it grew back over a month. So it's that specific look. I really enjoy that. Because when he starts walking around, obviously at some point he's going to see himself and be like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. But in the, the beginning, he doesn't. Great. So mm-hmm. he's just wandering around in scrubs and this horrific haircut and confused. And it makes and- it look good, though. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Um, still hot for it. Yeah. yeah. What a surprise. Can we can, can we have a toast? <laughs> to cheekbones. To, to cheekbones. You are awesome. We love you. We love you. Well done. Yum. Okay. So... Beginning of the film, we open on all this crazy news footage, right? It's like riots, chaos, police getting overrun, cars being flipped, everything's on fire. Your favorite. Yay! Yay. You know things are bad when the cars are on fire. Yeah. It's oh. true. It's like, it's the sign. It's like always yes. the sign that's it's like a terrible weather. part of town. Yeah, you're like, oh. Whenever you're like, downtown, oh no. Cars are on go. fire. But it's a bit of like, sort of like a fake opening because really all of this footage is being watched by a chimpanzee that is being tied oh, down and he's like watching all of this and so it's just kind of footage that's not meant to be like this is happening right now per se in London oh no yeah. Oh no, a lab monkey <laughs> chained up in a lab. Oh no. And he looks so sad, the monkey. And you know, you don't want to be watching it. And that was like rage. Yeah. So, so then you have this this group of activists. kids, who, activists who come in yeah. who want to free the monkeys. They're kind of like PETA. And then you have, and they're like going in there and seeing like there's like an autopsy chimp splayed out on the table and like they're all in these cages and they look really angry. And then I love the scientist who comes in who's like, huh? With his oh, coffee. No, 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 no. It like runs and is like, just push the alarm, push the alarm. What am I going to do? Like, yeah. And he's like, don't, don't, please. They're infected with rage. They're very contagious. Saliva yeah. and blood. Like, like it, it. But I like when he's like, they're infected with what? He's like, infected with what? He's like, rage? Yeah, whatever, man. We're letting these monkeys out. Like, that's <laughs> a that fake thing. It doesn't sound like a real it thing. It does not sound like a real thing. Like, the guy all. is so like, no, 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 no. And it's so, they don't understand what that is yet. Yeah. yeah, and it's so great that this movie is thought of as one of the, like, quintessent, like, zombie movies. But like Night of the Living Dead, which is, in fact, a ghoul movie, yeah. this is, in fact, actually infected. They're not actually zombies. infected Which movie. I feel like there's a, there's a healthy debate to be had there about whether or not you can kind of, like, flip the coin. But I will say that I do think they obviously, at the very beginning, Dan Boyle's, like, infected, infected. Infected. Yeah, just not so you zombies, know. not zombies, not zombies. <laughs> no, that's great. Real clear their name in, and then they say it often enough that I was like, "Oh many, yeah, many, many times." I called them ragers. Oh, that's oh, yeah. good. That's, that's good. in my notes. I'm just like the ragers. They're yeah, coming for the you. Ragers are out. So of TM, course like they try to get the monkeys out, and the monkey attacks one of the girls, who immediately just starts convulsing and blood coming out of her mouth, and she says that she's burning, and then it, and she spits it up on another dude, and she doesn't bite him, but she spits on him, and when she spits I would say, on him, I would say he's I would say puke. I would not say spit. Oh, oh yeah, because okay. they all kind of puke. It's a like too. projectile. It's mm-hmm. not just like you're but spitting puking, in someone's face. Like not like it's dark. 
horrible it's stuff. Like exorcist puke? Yes. Or it's yes. Sort of like, like it looks like... Yeah, all right. Yeah, look, I would it's just imagine their like, bodies like, were like decomposing in, from within is in what like I imagine. In like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's your own, probably your own insides yeah. that you're puking out. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. In case you didn't know, hope you're They're put rejected. down that sandwich, everyone, because <laughs> we're here. And, um, <laughs> we like to talk about these things. Yes. Yeah, it's, and it's bloody uh, puke. Yeah. Okay. So, but that, but the idea, mm-hmm. so it basically shows how the infected works in this beginning. So not only like by being bitten and torn apart, obviously that's kind of the zombie thing, yeah. but just once you're torn apart, she is infected so quickly and her spitting it out infects this other guy. Everyone gets infected in like 10 to 20 seconds. Yeah. So, so like everything in this movie happens. the name of the game here. Yeah. Like, it happens yeah. so fast. Yeah. And I love the idea. And then it cuts to 28 days later. And then yes. I love that it's just like, we're going to skip all the stuff that really happened. Yeah. The whole 28 days later. Everything George Romero does. Yeah. We're just like, skip. Skip that. I think that's, I think that's gutsy. I do. I agree. Um, and I love that when Jim wakes up, he, there's that somebody had slid the key under his door. Yeah. So they locked him in so he'd be safe. But then like, if he ever wakes up, he can get out. Yeah. That's, someone was thinking, but it's very sad. <laughs> there's a lot of like, kind of noble gestures yeah. in this movie. We'll come to yeah. some of them later that yeah. are like single tier. the place. Yeah. Because that are really knew. well done. I know. Yeah. There's like little kindnesses people do in like the apocalypse basically when the end is nigh it's yeah. like what are you gonna do what's yeah. your what's your situation what's your bug out plan what's your prepping what's you're doing yeah. what are you leaving right and what are what little things are you gonna do like mm-hmm. on your way out you know um i know a whole, i don't want to go down we're gonna come a little sad um, we're gonna come to that in a bit so he wanders through to london london is deserted hello um, hello yeah just hello, hello? no yeah. one no, no one. one. Yeah. Um, and Make I, it in the beginning, then put it on hospital scrubs. And he's got the bag of like sodas because he's just like chugging them because he hasn't had anything. But this is, a, I mean, I, I know, I feel like we'll get to her later. And I feel like Selena's like sort of more of a final girl. But as a final boy, Jim has some good instincts early yeah. on in this thing. Whereas like, obviously he's so malnourished and dehydrated. He's just like garbage food, soda, whatever. whatever. But because he finds this bag and because he's still hungry, he there's like soda machines that are torn apart and vending machines that are torn apart. And he starts putting stuff in the bag and just walking around with a bag just to have have extra food and yeah. I'm like well done yeah. yes yeah. he's half move. there but there's still but here's the here's the one of the things he does that I'm very I find very questionable okay he's wandering through London he finds a newspaper that says evacuation real big on top of it yes. and he just throws, throws it, down. it down I'm like what you don't I read? wasn't sure if he was delirious still I thought that thing. because I was yeah. like he's still like from the hospital and it doesn't make sense and he's like that doesn't make sense or maybe he thinks it's he's like one dreaming. of those he's dreaming or maybe one of those like silly tabloids because London is good for the tabloid <laughs> that's fair you know like who's gonna believe a British newspaper absolutely not <laughs> like, no but someone that but if, it, if, it, if it looks like a tabloid like yeah. like oh like Orson Welles or you know some like no, no. do you know what I mean though like that's some legit. like crazy old story or timey story i think it's also too is that idea too that something that seems obviously the fact that the city is abandoned it should be like red flag red flag but it's so crazy it's like a thing you don't want to be true so it's like no no it must be some sort of mistake or it's a holiday or or and again he's just so Mm -hmm. fuzzy and that's what i like about his perform um cheekbones performance in the beginning yes. of this thing is this idea that he doesn't have i'm sticking with it okay. um is that he doesn't <laughs> i'm being very serious I, I, right so, this is some I serious podcast right that's what um, i say but i can do whatever you need okay um with the the actor who plays Jim, um, the way that he does it, where the the panic is really slow burn, and I feel like a less clever director and actor might be like, so you wake up, you're in the hospital, no one's fucking around, Jesus Christ, yeah. what's going on? And he's just so like, what, what? He's waking up from what? the haze. Yeah. What you know? And it's and I think that's really realistic. It's that kind of idea that when you sort of peep, see people shell-shocked and they are walking like they are in a daze. Yeah. Like they cannot process what has just happened. Sure, he and goes I feel like Jim the, is totally that. Yeah, he goes up to the big thing in the Tra- Trafalgar Square with all of the missing pe- people notice boards and he doesn't... Which is super like 9-11-y and I know this movie came out yeah. like right after 9-11. Yeah. It was so made before like, though. 
was it? It was made before. Well, that makes sense. And Danny yeah. Boyle has since said, like, if it had been made after, he would have taken that away. Oh. But it was made before, and so there was it was already in there. Wow. Um, it looks then, very much like that. But they had, like, a thing like that in um, Handmaid's Tale, too, yeah. where it's like, people are like, but it's like, what do you... That's what you would do That's if you're looking for people. Do. I mean, when things go analog and there's nothing running anymore, yeah, you got to resort to old fashioned, like put I the know. notice up on the wall, like you're in the wild west. Yeah. You know? So then we get yeah. into like starting to get real into it here. And church. like church, he goes to the church and you walk into the church and there's just dead bodies and the, the up on the i love the graffiti that's oh, up on the wall so that good. says the end is extremely fucking nigh i'm like i like yeah. it it's little tidbits um, little and tidbits. this this little bit right here might be my favorite moment in the film was he, he the the priest comes out and he's walking all crazy and he's it, jim's backing up and he doesn't really know what's father, happening father. Yeah, he's got like his hands up in this very projective gesture and he doesn't know what's going on and but he's coming really fast and he's not stopping he's not responding and he takes the big bag of sodas and just clocks him as hard as he can but it Immediately, I shouldn't have done that. And yeah, just, he's so sorry. He's so he sorry. So bad, but you know, if you got some crazy ass thing coming at you, and you don't know, and it looks yeah. like a demon possessed uh, pre- like priest. Yeah, you're probably gonna. But smack that's it. the thing is, his instincts are excellent. Yes, and it's yes. a good indicator of where Jim's gonna go yes. later on. Because in the beginning, you know, once he meets other characters, he seems like sort of the softy, but he does have these instincts, these survival instincts that are like maybe nascent Ready to but kick deep, in. and mm-hmm. he's there. I also love just before he sees the priest when he sees all the bodies, and it's sort of like. Like you have this kind of thought of like, oh, these poor bastards. And he makes a noise and two of them get up and turn. And I feel like it's the first time you see the human infected and their faces are crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just get bloodshot. up and stare and their mouth is open and they're just like frozen, just looking at him. And it's it's so simple and so just uh, very like, effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just like, this is wrong, 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 wrong. Rather than like monsters and makeup and drooling and the undead. And it's right. not of that. It's just like something is super wrong with this human being. Back away, you know. They've turned. And yeah. so that's when he runs. He starts running because they start coming after him. And yeah. suddenly... These... And they run. And that's the running thing is the whole thing. Right. So it's, yeah. The run. The, the running. Run. They just... Go. Yeah, I, well done, Danny Boyle. Yeah. Because zombies shamble slowly, mm-hmm. the rage infected, fucking tear ass towards you. I'm gonna puke blood in your face. Well, and, I'm into it. And if you just talk about like in terms of like what is scary about zombies versus infected, to me, what's scary about zombies is what is the horde. It's always the horde thing. Like when it's one or two of them, you watch these movies, you're like, I'm not gonna take this bastard out, just right? Push him over. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like give him a good shove. Look for something. Shove again. Yeah. Look for something else. You know, you have time. But with the infected, it's constantly putting you in a place of panic. You're just panicked all. And you don't the know time. how many you're going to come because sometimes right. it's one and then all of a sudden there's going to be more. So you're running and it reminds me of um, uh, Guy Pierce and Memento where he's like, he wakes up and he's running. He's like, oh, I'm chasing this guy. Oh, no, he's chasing me. Like, you know, you <laughs> what know, am I doing? Like, what am I doing? What's happening? Yeah, it's that thing. It's like they're just running at you and you don't know what the deal is and they're making noises and you don't know what they want. And so it's just a constant panic mode. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a clever idea. And and even more panic when two strange mask figures and balaclavas come out with Molotov cocktails, cocktails. Yes. and start Molotov cocktailing the and infected. And they still run. Shout out to that stuntman who was running full out, on full body fire. Like, I don't know why the fire stunts always do us. We're well always done. just like because outstanding. We're and also because our best friend, Matt Dynan. Hi, Matt. Dynan. Hi, Matt. Uh, yeah. Really loves a fire effect. And yeah. I think about him every time doing that in high school yes. when he probably shouldn't have. If you subscribe to our Patreon, we will tell you all about that story. Oh, oh we should yeah. tell him about it's, that story. Yeah. It's very good. Definitely. It's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> stunts uh, gone wrong. Um, and so then he, the, there's this giant explosion at the gas station. Yeah. It blows 
blowed up. Yeah. And, and then he basically, they basically get shuttled into like a little shop, like a gas station shop. And they yeah, pull like, the yeah, like down. a little news agents or whatever. Totally. And they close down the gate and then they're yeah. able to be safe for a moment. Yes. And, and they take off their balaclavas. Introductions. And we, yeah. So we meet we, the baddest so, bitch Selena, on the planet. Selena, Selena and Mark. How fucking badass is she, man? Um... Uh, <laughs> so your Halloween costume. costume. I try not. Duh. Hello. I try not. Clearly, I was like cosplay situation, oh, ready to be done. Yeah. Um, uh, I did not realize that she was in this movie because I didn't look at the. Oh. Ca- I didn't. I only knew it was cheekbones because everyone talks about him in this thing. But Fair. I did not realize that she was in this before because I'm a big fan of the um, Tia Dalma. I've, I've been for Halloween before. Hilarious. From Pirates, which uh-huh. she is as yeah. well. And I loved her in Moonlight, and mm-hmm. she's amazing. And I was just like, oh my god, yeah, she is so. This role tough. is fantastic. She fantastic. murders this role. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Murders. <laughs> but, but you know, as, as, as confused oh. as he is. They're also confused. They're like, who are you? Where have you been? Why are you in Scrubs? Why? Like, how did you get out of here? Are and you a doctor? Or what, are you? Is, what is happening? But yeah. then real fast, they're like, oh, no. Like, okay, yeah. no. This is, you might be a liability. We got to get you up to speed now. Yeah. Which I love because she's just like, these are rules. These are things you need yep. to know. This is things I'm we figured out in 28 days. Right, I got yeah. it. I got it. The rules, tips. Now, never go anywhere alone. And never always travel by daylight unless you have no choice. Yep. Right. Both ones unless you have no choice. And they kind of and I like that, you know, Jim has the again the sort of clinging to humanity where he's like, Where's the government? There's always a government. (laughs) They're like No dude, no, we're all done with that. Like, where's the army? Where's the like that kind of clinging? Like someone's gonna come like we've talked about forever. Someone's gonna come save us. Like no one's coming, man. Nobody's coming. I think that's probably why he threw down the newspaper, honestly. I was thinking about that too. He's like, Oh, well, I'm sure like they've already got an army or like something's already been handled. That sounds bad for those people right over there. I always think it's over there. But yeah. they, and they also tell him that in it's been, they've heard right before the whole thing shut down that it was also in Paris and New York. Right. So it seems to be this worldwide yeah. thing. So Selena is basically like, this is the deal now. Yeah. So like, this is where we live and this has is what we have to do. no comfort for him yeah. at all. And he, you know, they were sort of talking about their families or whatever and he talks about his parents and she's like, no, they're dead. They're all dead. Mm-hmm. And he's not having it and he no. wants to go and like basically see for himself, which Mark and Selena indulge once it becomes yeah, light but again. Mark's like, yeah, we'll go find your dead parents together. And I'm like, oh, come Sorry. on, man. Give him a little bit. He just woke up. Literally just woke up, man. <laughs> I think they're just trying, like I said, just to get him up to speed so he can be with them. Because yeah. if he's still in that headspace, there he's harder and he's a liability. And yeah. I think Selena's always in that, like, yeah. she is in full-on survival girl mode. Yeah. She's maybe the most survivally final girl there is. Especially she, this early in the film, yes. I would say. Yeah. Your introduction, you're like, damn. Yeah. yeah. She's like, these are the rules. These are the things. She's already learned everything before this yes. movie started. And she's just like, oh, no, I'm already there. In, like In 28 days as well. Correct. Like, and, and sh- not all of that. Like, wow. Yeah. No, it, it's pretty oh, yeah. intense. So they go to his house. Yeah. They walk to Devonshire. <sighs> oh, this scene, man. Yeah. Kills me. This is really good. This is like 20 minutes into this movie, too. So you're just like, oh, what's up, emotional stakes? Here we are. Um, Here we are. Going yeah. up into the bedroom to find your dead parents <sighs> holding each other. There's wine and pills on the bedstand, and they have a pic. They're holding a picture of you as a child. As a child. As a child. And then this on the back, this reminded me a little like Titanic ending, a little. Do you know, know the old people on the bed? I hate I was that just scene. Like, that's the only thing Water's that made me cry. Titanic. I hate that, that movie. movie. I'm sorry. I'll I'll stand by it. I'm just glad the. It's a different Patreon. It. It's a different Patreon. Totally, um, but but um, <laughs> we'll talk about that another show for sure. Different episode for sure about that Titanic. And then the written on the back of the note. Go ahead, Jim. With endless love, we left you sleeping. Now we're sleeping with you. Don't, Don't wake, wake up. up. 
whatever. Come I mean, it's on. just like, it's just, and then of course, so, he just, cheekbones just cries the good cry you do when your parents have suicided together and, 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 and are telling you, you and are holding up. a picture of you as a beautiful baby. And that's how they think of you and hold on to you forever. And that's the, all they left. Whatever movie. Okay. Um, so then he goes downstairs Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. later that night and his light, it lit a, lit a, lights a candle to look at some picture, pictures of his parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Mark gets a monologue first. Remember? Oh. Mark gets his monologue oh, about, monologue. I'm so sorry. Everyone, I don't want to skip that monologue. Everyone briefly, I mean, everyone has sort of their monologue about, um, you know, inevitably like why we're the survivors, how we got here. And Mark tells Selena this. doesn't though, really? Well, no, but I feel, I mean, yes, but I feel like she's also like all human connection, shut that shit down. Right. Yeah. It's all liability. But Mark's like, you know, cracking jokes and kind of just like, well, we're survivors. Might as well make the most of it and have a good time. So he tells this crazy story about how he and his parents and sister all went to Paddington with a bunch of money and they were going to try and buy their way onto a train. But P.S. 20,000 other people thought of that idea and money doesn't mean anything anymore. And the people became a mountain and they had to scale the mountain. And somebody in the crowd got infected and it just spread. So you couldn't tell who was infected, who was trying to get away from the infected. And so he climbed up onto the top of a kiosk. Stepping on people as he went. And he has this thing where he's like, and my dad's face his face right. and you're just like i don't even know what and that you know exactly like, what the face was because uh, yeah yeah that, so that story i think scared me more than anything in this film yeah and he's just describing it you don't ever see anything and yeah. it, i could picture it because i've been to Panicton station yeah. and i know how huge that place is and if everybody went insane it would be pandemonium and then your parents and then you're lost you're stepping on people my god that story yeah that that's great a plus. Yeah, well done. Um, but yes, but then he decides, uh, Jim decides to light a candle and kind of look around, have like a bit of a flashback about his parents and happy days and all this kind of stuff. And then in fucking split second, you have infected from the skylight and infected from the window, smashing into the same time, mm-hmm. glass everywhere, all over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like that he just starts screaming for Selena. Where he's like, Selena! Like, that's, that's all I have. <laughs> I mean, fair, fair. You know, like she's basically going to save all of you. Um, so and she Celine does and Mark, again and again. And again. And again. <laughs> so Celine and Mark come in and they do dispatch these guys. And immediately Selena's like to Jim, like, have you been bitten? Are you bitten? Did any of their blood get in your mouth? Blood get in your mouth or face? And he's like, no, no, no. And she turns to look at Mark and he is just covering up a wound on his arm that he has just seen. Yeah. And, it's and, open she's, and, she's like, and she looks at him and he looks at her and he's like, no, no, no. But like she can tell from his eyes that, of course, and she machetes that dude. She whacks so that arm off first fast. and then him and it's done. It, no, and he's like begging her not to. No and hesitation. No. And it's like in 10 seconds, he's done. Yeah. And it's like, wow. And then Jim's just like, and she has no, he has no idea how long she's been with that guy. Like no. what the deal was with the story. But she was just like, oh, you're bitten. It's we're done. Zen. And that whole sequence is like a minute tops. Yeah. So like Jim was like just looking at a picture of his parents. And then he's like, <gasps> like, oh, my God, what just happened? Yeah, so they've lost their, their the third of their party. And now they got to move because Lena's like more coming. Yeah. Get your shit together. Clean yourself some up. things from your house. Wash off that blood because it's infected. Get it off your body. Get it not near you. And we're going. Yeah. But what, so they start moving and they get back to the city. Um, so they go for a walk after yes. that. And she explains, like, basically, you have 10 to 20 seconds yeah. from the time that you're infected to when you full turn. And so that's you the have, best window to, like, actually take take them out. Uh, look at yep. this sly, sly whistle. Oh, wow. Thank you, Adam. I feel fancy. Um, so, I love what she says here, though, because she says, uh, do you uh, do you have plans, Jim? You want to find a cure and save the world or just fall in love and fuck? 
Plans are pointless. Staying alive is as good as it gets. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. But it's also the going, it goes back to the great, thank you, Adam. It goes back to the great, like, you know, sort of thing that I think Romero covers very well in a lot of his films. Like, what's the point of it? Mm -hmm. Like, in the New World Order, apocalypse has happened. It's not about Amazon packages and laundry and career stuff. Now you're redefining your life and what the point of survival is. And it's going to be different for everybody. And Jim is clearly not where she is right right now. Um, And where she's at is like, it's just breathing is the best. Like, that's it. That's the whole thing. That's the piece and she's it, made with 28 days later. With you know what I mean? Days later, correct. So it's like he's yeah. on day one, you know, and she's on day 28. So there are different like spaces of what they can take Which in. Which is a great idea as well. You yeah. Know? I'm like, what a good idea to have your characters from the kind of those points of view mm-hmm. where it's the same event, but they've entered into it in different times. Mm-hmm. Which again, I feel like in sort of like maybe sort of the other zombie films, they're all kind of in it around the same time. Right. But to have this like everyone's aware of what the world's deal is at totally like a month apart, mm-hmm. it's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So they see some Christmas lights blinking on a balcony mm-hmm. and decide to go tenement british those, build, yep. block buildings uh-huh. yeah the, mm-hmm. the uh council the flats. council yeah flat and uh the, so they decide to go in and there's this mountain of shopping carts <laughs> shopping <laughs> trolleys, trolleys some trolleys that mm-hmm. they have erected <laughs> in order to save themselves yeah, yeah. and see this the infectors of course start coming and I they love skitter this. skitter skitter up the stairs it's so great though because halfway up the stairs Jim starts to crash because all he's had is sugar uh-huh. and he's like and had he nothing like, to eat and he's, and so he's got tame. a headache and he's in recovery from being <laughs> and she has no mercy and she's just clomping up the stairs behind him and, and he's, he's like, like wait wait Selena wait, wait for she's me, like do you need a break me. and he's like she's like no yeah, no, no no I'm good she's like okay wait. no no I do need a break yeah. <laughs> I do and you're like, poor oh, Jim God you're slow Uh-oh. so they sit and then the affected come after them and it's so scary to think like you're in that state where your body has crashed completely but you have to run for your life now yeah. and he can't go as fast as he wants to go and then there's this guy in the SWAT gear who's just yeah. all of a sudden is he going to shoot him what the deal is Mad-Eye Moody <laughs> <laughs> Julia still needs to read or watch some Harry Potter oh, but yeah. it's okay that's I've his character in Harry Red Potter Zero. Yeah. Brendan Gleeson is every British person pretty much this Julia it's yeah. British school children I know I literally know. one I of your them. favorite things Kenneth in life Kenneth is in it Gary Oldman's in it I know I get it freaky Gary Oldman's in it yeah. well, he's screaming and doing all the things so okay. hot. that's not what this podcast is about and here no. we are Patreon um, okay so, coming back to it um, but yeah so basically they come to the top of the stairs and they see this guy in SWAT gear and they're like uh, and he lets them pass and tells them to go down I think like the last door on the right or something mm-hmm. and they and and he uh, fights off the infected that uh, were following after them. And he comes in and takes off all his SWAT gear. And there's like a 13-year-old in the apartment. And it's Hannah. Brendan, Hannah. And it's Brendan Gleeson, who plays Frank, and his daughter, Hannah. And the inside of their apartment is like Christmas lights and Christmas music. And like, it's okay. You're trying to make the here. most of it. We're okay. Yeah, we're all okay. You and me. We'll do it together. Oh, thanks for coming. Do you want some creme de menthe? And you're like, what? Like, that's... Where are the good glasses, wine, Hannah? Where wine and dine them. With like the ones that are still clean, basically. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they have like give them drinks and all this kind of stuff. And you know, and Jim's kind of like, yeah, this is awesome, great, you know. And like give them play. Frank's like, oh, are you guys? Are you guys a couple? Are you together? He's like, oh no, no, no. Oh, okay, cool. You guys can have separate rooms, and you know, all this kind of like but Frank, hospitality. But kind Frank of stuff. also wants to know the lay of the land. What's sure. going on? As they're we, reading you, each other, even sure. though they're being nice about it. But yes. it's clearly this is a survival game, and mm-hmm. so they're clearly both checking each other out. Like, do we team up with them? Do we not? Can will this work? Yeah. Are but these Frank the people to escape a very, with? Like sweet man who like likes the idea of like having human connections and like mm-hmm. we could all be in it together and that feels good to him. Right. Well, he's also in dad mode. 
Definitely. He is there to protect and save his daughter. That mm-hmm. is his goal and that is his mission. And you get that straight up too, because yep. that is like what the sweetness is about. He's like, are they going to be okay around my kid? Yeah. Are these people I could travel with with my kid? That is mm-hmm. clearly his focus all the time. And to me, to me right. can they take care and get her yeah. through this? Yeah. And that is all it's about. Yeah. And so you get that, I think, from the moment that he, they're sizing each other up. And mm-hmm. that's what that connection and that moment's all about. And I was like, oh. But then Jim and Selena mm-hmm. have the conversation mm-hmm. where they're like, okay, what are they're we going to slow us down? Yeah, and then, you know, Jim's like, they're good people, and Mm -hmm. Selena's like, they're going to slow us down. Mm -hmm. So you have this different, you know, mindset of what she's already in survival mode. It's like, I don't care if they're good people or not. They're not good, not useful to me. And I like that she rejects any kind of connection because he's like, tries to thank her, and she's like, sure. And he's like, no, no, thank you. And she's not going to say you're welcome. No. She's like, yeah sure uh-huh. like this isn't gonna be a thing yeah. like we're not gonna you're gonna try to break this down i don't li- i literally gonna... don't give a shit like i just like <laughs> mm-hmm. I, no and she tells mm-hmm. him like if i will kill, her boundaries kill are very clear a, kill you in a heartbeat in a so. heartbeat yeah she just saw him do it you yeah. know what i mean though she was like that was the homie before mark and Playing now keeps man. gone yeah. but they have all these containers on the roof because they've run out of water and it hasn't rained in london in forever, 10, days. 10 days that is and forever so, in london yeah <laughs> I mean, it rains every damn day in London. Hi, London. Hi, our friends in England. Um, Uh, mm -hmm. So they decide, okay, we have this, they have this radio broadcast that they hear. That's this repeating radio broadcast that says that there is a cure. They have found the cure. So clearly it's safety. A recording that's on repeat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to go up the M6. It's blockade number Up to Manchester. I love Manchester. There are soldiers there. um, And Frank's like, this is a really good idea. And Selena is not convinced initially, but he's like, what other plan is there? Where else are we going to go? What are we going to do? And also he's like, I wouldn't, I couldn't do this with just Hannah and I, like, I need you guys too mm-hmm. in case something happens to me. Um, so luckily Frank was a taxi driver yeah. in another life. Um, and so he, they all pile into their car and head out and he turns the meter on, which I like, um, which they're having a good time, but they make a mistake by my estimation in terms of final girls survival guide mode, um, where they have the choice between, do we go in the underground tunnel, yeah. which is much faster, but obviously completely blow. Like we don't know what we're going into as we start driving the car through unknown, or do we go around a longer way to get out of Lond- London, but everything's above ground. Right. And basically they're like, nah, gun it. And Jim, well, is Jim like, was like, no, 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 let's, no, no. Let's go above. Jim has a, this great line that I love where he's like, this is a shit idea. You know why? Because it's obviously a really shit idea. Like yeah. we're going down and we don't know what's in there. And then once they start going through, there are dead bodies and cars and things were glass. It's all, and they kind of are ramming Things it. They're like, going to jack up a car, but then Frank's like, he gets all, and he just jams it. And they're having like a good time. They're like laughing or whatever. And I was like, no, no, stop, stop doing all of this. Stop, don't, don't hit other cars with your only working car. But they do, and they get a flat tire right in the middle of the tunnel. Yeah, and I was like, disaster. Of course. Like, terrible idea. And of course, Jim's like, I told you. But who's going to change that flat tire? Hannah, the 13 year old. Correct. No problem. She's like, give me a second, Pops. Um, She's so used to it because she clearly grew up around this car and was ready to go. But then all of a sudden, thousands and thousands of rats come running at them and over Hannah, who was laying down under the ground. Yeah, and she was like, oh, gross, but not that bad. Watching the subtitles, scuttling. 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 (laughs) Scuttling. And I was like, (laughs) subtitles, they're scuttling. That is some scuttling. And Selena's like, they're running from something. What could they possibly be running from? Shadows on the wall, shadows on the wall, shadows on the wall. And then, of course, there's the change in the tire. They're coming. Changing the tire. Because ah. the rats are in survival mode, too. Yeah. And are Having trying to, get to change a tire, like dealing with the jack when you're just like super panicked and rushing, it seems And awful. covered with rats. And covered mm-hmm. with rats. Yeah. It just, you know, it seems awful. Um, but they get into the car just in the nick of time, just as the infected like leap onto the back of the car and they drive away being like, fuckers. 
Jones is like, like and the Java and this scene made me so happy because I love British supermarkets. I have a fetish for British supermarkets. You I really, really do. do. She comes back every time with a trip from London with a, like a luggage full of like, like British treats and snacks and like British Mr. Treats. Kipling's and like <sighs> Mr. some like Cadbury Mr. Kipling's and some, like, like sponsored <laughs> this podcast. Honestly, if you're listening, Mr. Kipling, we if love you're you. watching, Mr. I will Kipling, plug you every fucking episode. She really with will. No problem. Maybe don't say plug them every fucking episode. Oh I'm yeah, just saying sorry. It's not mm-hmm. Mr. Kipling's, mm-hmm. but whatever. But they have this wonderful you know montage where they get to have whatever food they want because they everything's free and everything's which, pristine and like which to me is very zombie movie homage you know because like it's in every movie 100% it's every the world has ended so it's like Tesco's madness yes. you know um, so then there's the shot and I wanted to talk to you specifically about this shot so there's a shot of them driving mm-hmm. in front of a big field of flowers it looks like a painting yes yeah yes okay I saw that too what is that because to me, that takes it totally out of reality. And now we're in some other kind of film where there's like everything has been, been very real and very mm-hmm. like this could really happen. And I'm like, I don't he's being artistic. I get it. But what does that mean? But to me, I just felt like this is the most happy these characters are ever going to be Okay, like in this film. Like it doesn't get any better for them than this moment right now, because things are, are they just deliriously happy from the food? So. Like they're just like, it's we the ha- I've been it's like the fact that Frank is like, you know, he goes for the good scotch, which I was like, Carl Correct. You go for the oh, good yeah. scotch, like because Jim was like, oh, got this bottom shelf thing, and like he's like, nah, 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 up higher. <laughs> yeah, and I'll take three to four of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's reading about the peat, where it's like you have the bite but not the burn. Yeah, yeah, like still reading the labels, yeah. and I'm like, it. just take the scotch. But it, to me, it just felt like there was a euphoria, maybe that okay. these characters have that perhaps I mean, because he was playing a bit with like these sort of askew angles and mm-hmm. you know things like that. That maybe it's meant to represent the euphoria of this is the best it's ever going to be, and okay. perhaps a little bit the world, a is... little bit foreshadowing too of like it's not all what it seems right now either. Possibly. Maybe still because then they go and have that really sweet picnic by the ruins and they see the horses sure, and sure. like that whole bit. And so. this is this is the thing that I wonder about. I'm like, just stay out there, man. Like, stay out in the English countryside. you exposed. No. But how are they? If there's, there's, there's enough big open spaces, like, you'll exposed. see them. Mm. No, you won't. That's how you okay, get seen. I understand, but I also think that's a better plan than going to some fucking soldiers. Like, I... I, I mean, I agree. I agree. I, I just feel like, well, I think at that specific place, the idea of kind of being in a place that would be where you could see everything works both ways, right? right? Because obviously when he lit the candle to have the memories of his parents, it called all the infected torture. Sure. So if you're sitting in the beginning of like Stonehenge, right? You know what I mean? Go to Stonehenge. If you go apocalypse. to Stonehenge when the zombie apocalypse happens. You'll um, be safe. That's what I hear. I just feel like not only, yes, you'll always see them coming, but they're never going to stop coming. So yeah. you, like you can do that, but you better have an endless supply of ammo because sure. at some point you're going to run out. And at some point there's, ne- there's never going to. Once they get to the soldiers, honestly, that was my thought too. I was like, they're going to run out of freaking ammo. What do you yeah. do when the when the guns are gone? Because these guys at least seem they have useless. like the wall and kind no, of a moat situation they still and barbed wire. Damn useless! Moat. They yeah. have no spines and they are useless. Yeah. Um. I would, yes. Can we? Uh, oh. In the country, there's just fewer people that could have been infected in the first place. Yes. Yeah, so our, our producer says that in the country that there's fewer people that could have been infected, and I agree. And there's also they don't have cars. In fact, they can't drive. They're walking, running everywhere. So like but they're if, really fucking fast. I know they're fast, but still, if you're they're off like fast. they're not car fast, and if you've 
Okay. Anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean. I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Any plan is better than the plan they're going towards, but of course they don't know that yet. Right. But it's going to be bad. Yes. Uh, but they, Selena does have. You know, Selena and Jim have these nice moments. She talks about you know you're never going to see a film that's not already been made and a book that's read a book that's been, already written, which is a great line. Which yeah. is like that's that's an interesting thing to think about in terms of the zombie zombie apocalypse is like anything you will ever see will have already happened. Mm-hmm. So there's in that sense, like artistically and in other ways, there is no future. There's no future anything. Mm-hmm. So just everything that you have now is how it will be forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's a really interesting idea. But I do feel like it's also the beginning of Selena softening, where she gives him a kiss on the cheek and is like, I think maybe there was a point that you were making earlier about there's more to this whole life thing than just staying alive. Because well, she and, sees Hannah and Frank and their relationship and realizes yeah. like how important it is to have a connection. Yeah, and what that looks like because I think she had forgotten what like genuine family and love and connection for were. sure. Because mm-hmm. in my brain, I feel like Selena 100% killed all her family. Probably. She probably had to. Do you know to. what I mean? To be so hard. Like, I feel like, I don't know if she was married or I don't know if she had to kill her parents, but like, there were personal people that that lady took down. And I feel like that's part of the reason why. Closed her off. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, feelings? No, thank you. Nope. Not interested. Uh, and, and to the end, has a mad stash of pills yeah. that she just right. carries with her and just knocks herself out every night, which I find dubious because I feel like Selena would be smarter than if being like, out every night. But she also probably has the right upper and like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Though, and her like a sense used of like, to it, yeah. Because she's, was a chemist or whatever too, or like a pharmacist, basically America. Um, we are very over time ladies, just FYI. I don't know what you want to do for these guys. Okay, Cause well, we're we can... at like 45, I think right well, why now. Why don't we skip almost? ahead to when they do, they, they come to the blockade, right? Okay. Because that's the part where we meet, um, sort of, uh, mm-hmm. another big character in this film, uh, major Henry West played by Christopher Eccleston. Yay. So eventually they make their way just out to Manchester, see that all of Manchester is on fire, find this blockade. We meet Henry West and all of his soldiers. Uh, but Frank before that, this is uh, the craziest yeah. death. Uh, gets, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He they, gets uh, blood in the eye and uh, is infected and tells Hannah right before she goes, like, I love you. I'm sorry. Get away from me. And they had to just machine gun and him. And he it. starts to go. Like, he tur- like that 10 to 20 seconds is no joke, man. Like just going. Yeah. And so that's how their introduction to these soldiers, like, they, they just shoot one of their friends, but they, they had to be shot. Yeah. Uh, so the soldiers seem to have this kind of sweet deal. They've got this big manor house that they live in and they have, a, like, a chef guy. A big-ass barricade. Yeah. They got but- lights. They got machine guns. But I like that on the generator. They got water, which is most important because they have not had any fresh water. They take hot showers when they show up. Yeah, like, they're nice. like cheekbones in the shower. He was back. Cheekbones he was in back. the shower. He was there. Yeah, we saw that him. That was nice. That was a little dance. I'm sorry if you're just listening. <laughs> I still a dance for that. Worth it. Mm-hmm. Worth it. Um, but yeah, they, but they, but I like that there's this thing where like they have all the trappings of civilization and normality. Mm-hmm. But to me, the creepiest thing about these guys in the beginning were all like, Mm-mm, and I feel like Selena's the same way. They are too jovial by half. Like they are having too good a time in the zombie apocalypse. And I feel like if someone's having too good a time in the zombie apocalypse, that's a sign of twang and if you've twang stay the fuck away from me because i actually wrote wrote, this looks like lord of the flies in here i don't like it and i don't trust Mm -hmm. it as soon as they got there and that was literally in my note and i was like nope not good too many dudes that are like aggro and then when they still when they showed the guy that they had an infected person chained up mailer this is a throwback who is an amazing stunt person that's his job he's a stunt guy i guess i went to the imdb and i was like he's got all these awards he's a stunt man and i was like he's got lines i was like damn it but i was also like oh he's literally his physicality is insane and that's why he is there and he does the do and a throwback to uh day of the dead where we have uh bub chained up as their test zombie they're gonna see how long it takes 
uh, infected to starve to death. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, and the thing that's so horrible is you have one of the soldiers who's saying, like, now the Earth's going to turn back to normal because maybe this is what they're, what's supposed to happen and the Earth maybe is just the, supposed to... Maybe the Earth species is done. Is done. Yeah, but Sergeant then, Mitchell is sort of mm-hmm. like this philosophical... Uh, feral, sol- I think. Feral, yeah, it's oh, feral. Oh, okay. Was like um, sort of this, like, philosophical soldier mm-hmm, right. that's like, That oh. they all break down and make fun of and they're not cool to. Because he's the only one who's sensitive and still yes. has humanity left yes. in him. Yep. Uh, yeah. But then West says, like, well, you know what I saw in the last four weeks? People killing people. You know what I saw in the last weeks before that? People killing people. So I think we're in the state of normality right now. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. It's dark, but kind of true. But And then they do the infected do attack. And you do see that, like, their defenses seem pretty good. They have, like, landmines and barbed wire and, like, floodlights and all this kind of stuff. But again, the soldiers slaughter all the infected. And they have way too good a time doing it. And they just it's are wasting ammo because they're not precise about it. Yeah. They're, like giddy about it and high from it yeah. and that's the problem where i was like oh no they're not being strategic about using their supplies properly yeah do you know what i mean though right there i was like oh no they're already yeah. do, 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 do. and then they come back from that attack and they sort of start looking at selena and hannah who by the way is like 13 and they're like how you doing yeah, and then it's female just like, and that's- whoa 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 and i feel like that like feral is kind of like back off guys and jim's like tries to shut it down but he gets knocked out and when he comes to like west kind of is like listening and like I promised them women, and I was like, whatever yeah, movie you, know, but, you promised. But as them soon women, as they talked like, about that, though, honestly, as soon as they before when he was talking about like the new Earth and that they're there to repopulate, and that was knew, their mission. She knew. I was like. Uh huh. Uh huh. If you're making a new planet and regenerating and restarting, what do you need? Yeah, women. We had Handmaid's Tale again, like getting like that, like you know, yeah. the, the, we got to what we do at the end. So, so. Yeah. so basically, they have gone from horrible infected zombies to psychotic soldiers who want to keep them captive and continually rape them until they get pregnant and have babies for the end of time. Yeah. Who's the real monster? Who is, Who's the real that monster? That is the question. Um, but I just like to, Christopher Eccleston is, you know, I feel like these military guys are not necessarily his bag per se, but I love like the sort of like, I promise them women. Like, right, right. You, like, you go along with no, but he's yeah. like, But like, he's, he's like so the benevolent cult leader. Like, yeah, honestly, it's very that's culty. his, that's it's his so job. Great. He's yeah. starting the new, he's the he's the president of the sure. new whatever. Do you know yeah. his, his republic in that place? That's what he's done. Yeah. But then he, they end up chasing the, chasing once like, our cheekbones like figures the freak out and tries to get the girls out of there. They get attacked and then he ends up being marched out to the freaking to be shot, to be shot, to be quarantined, which actually just means shot in the back of the head and then left in a ditch. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Um, but he but luckily, he does escape um, and he gets separated from the rest of them. And I feel like I also think this is the beginning where there's a little bit of twang that goes on for Jim. Like yes. once he realizes what, oh, the people that I thought, you know, because in the beginning of the film, it's the government and all this kind of stuff. And when he comes to the government, the people who are supposed to save them and they're all a bunch of monsters. He has this kind of twang where he's like, oh, we got to we got to take out all these guys. Every single one of you's got to go like, OK, that's mm-hmm. great. Um, and but he in the midst lures of them out yeah, he bit by bit. But he sees an airplane in yes. the midst of this. So he knows that they are no longer alone. And that's, I think, what gives him the power that's fair, yeah. as well. Because yeah. he says, so it may not be the saviors he thought that we're going to be here, but there's mm-hmm. still some people out there that are okay. Yeah. Because there's a plane overhead. Because if they thought earlier that if they didn't see any planes, everything had been grounded, they hadn't seen any, any of that. Right. So to see that, that was a glimmer of hope. Once he yeah. got that piece of hope inside of him, fire up. Yeah. Lit up. Super. So he like tire irons this mm-hmm. guy. And then he ends up going back to the mansion um, where all the 
army guys are, and he releases Mailer. Yes, and they've made like who Selena. just does all the work for him. <laughs> but they've made Selena and Hannah dress up really in like these hideous red dresses. These dresses and like outrageous. Selena started mm-hmm. to drug Hannah so that she wouldn't care when she was getting continually raped. Which Single is tear. Horrible. Um, so Hannah's kind of fucked up, so she's not really like in she's it. Stoned. And Jim mm-hmm. is out of fucking control. He is like he like the shirt has come off. He is just so he's oh, like final, shirtless final boy and bloody. Mode. Like yeah, but, it, but it's not. But there's something like you get Nancy where she's in full frontal murder and like yeah, girl, go. And then you get him and you're like, ooh, you know. You might have gone a little far. But also, I think because specifically Danny Boyle shot him like he did the shots for the infected, where you you know, you know cut out every third or fourth frame. Right. So it's so got this rapid kind of whatever. Well, that's because like, you can't tell like anymore. That's the thing. And yeah. that's what gives that that tension, too, because yeah. then is when people see him yeah. and then you wonder that whole time if he's if he's gotten hit because you keep seeing all these guys get infected by Mailer all of a sudden, too. And yeah. it's spreading very so, quickly. And he mm-hmm. takes out basically all of them until just West is left. Gouges out the eyes. And yes, he does jump this guy in front of Selena and. Um, he does gouge out his eyes, but it's shot in a great way where it's kind of shot from Jim's point of view. And then as the camera pans, pans down, you see that his thumbs are in this guy's eyeballs and it's long. And, and he's holding it for a very long time. And it goes for a very like long he's time. In, like he's enjoying it. Like and Selena's looking at Jim like, what the actual fuck? Like, she's And that's where she's now. questioning if he's the infected, too, because Correct. he's so but but he's not moving fast like the infected would. Yeah. He's moving very deliberately into this guy's yes. eyes. But then she realizes that he's not infected. And so they have sort of this like happy reunion and they start kissing and Hannah knocks him out, hits him with a vase because she's like, oh, I thought he was one of them. Oh, it looked like he was biting her face. But I was like, no, they're making out hard. Yeah. They're snogging. Yeah. That was a hard snogging. That was a hard snog. Um, (laughs) Getting off. (laughs) Getting off. Yes. So they all climb into the taxi. They they go to climb into the taxi. But Wes is in the back of the taxi and he shoots Jim. Um, But Hannah drives off with him and kind of backs him into like the doorway of the mansion where Mailer is. is. And he gets pulled out through the back windshield and torn Mailer rips him out. And the, but then they, so they're like, okay, let's fucking get out of here. And they go, but the gates are closed. So they're like, okay, let's just ram But the you gates. know, she's like a badass driver because early on in the movie, like when they had to get gas, like she almost like ran into like a petrol truck. Like yeah, basically, she, can, like, she knows how to drift. cut out like Tokyo Drift style. She's like, <laughs> she's a big Tokyo drifter. Yes. Yeah. So she's ready. She's been like, okay, like she was born for this. <laughs> and she Guns that yeah. gate. Yeah. So they they ram it and they have this incredible freeze frame of Selena and Jim move yeah. forward. Let's That's all just for those Let's of you. Do it. One, One, two, two three. <gasps> Okay, yeah. that was good. Uh, yeah, that's um, good. I honestly, like, if the movie had ended there, I kind of would have I would have been fine. I would have been fine with mm-hmm. it. I would have been like, that's awesome. I'm glad they did more, though, but I also would have been fine. But then they do 28 Days Later, of yet course. again. And now where are we? Um, in a, like, idyllic college, See? cottage. See? This um, is what I'm saying. This is where they should have gone in the first place. Yes, yeah, so they're in the like, countryside I, now, but, fair enough. but they pan to a couple of infected who are literally limp now. Starving to death. Because they have finally hit that point where they, I don't think, can move anymore. Yeah, and they, they can't eat people. They even then. see an airplane go by and they're like Meh. and they like roll back into the gutter that they are in like this like sewing endlessly sewing yeah uh and we see that they have a giant hello made from yes. sheets and so when a fighter jet goes overhead passes overhead they see it and they realize like not only do they realize that the rest of the world is not infected that it's just poor little britain but um also that there is help out there and they're looking for survivors 
which they are. So Hannah, Jim, and Selena are our final makeshift trio, family? Trio? Final trio? Final trio. Final trio. Like trio. So Selena says, do you think they saw us this time? Yes. Um, and they hear a helicopter is, say yes. Say yes, and that's the end. Um, so there is a happy ending, which is, un- but there are, yes. they did film a little unhappier endings. Mm-hmm. There's alternate oh, okay. endings. There are alternate endings. Mm-hmm. There's one uh, where Jim dies, where they take him to a hospital and try to like fix Which they him. have a clip, they have a little flash of, of that. Her, like and, with like, a syringe The syringe and like trying to save him. Yeah. They so, have a flash of that. In the, yeah, yeah. In the, yeah. So they try to save him. They can't save him. And then the shot is like Selena and Hannah walking off together to like fight okay. on. Final girls. Okay. But then mm-hmm. there's another one where they shot the exact same hello sheet thing ending. Just Jim's not there. Got it's exactly it. the same, but Jim's not there. Got it. So they they like had a variety. Like, what do we do with this Jim guy? We're, We're not know. sure. Um, it's tough cheekbones. It's we tough. want cheekbones there. Though. I know. I kind of did. I kind of did. If he was going to go as far as to like gouge someone's eyes out to save these ladies, yeah, that guy be, can live. I'm yeah. alright with that. I can live with that. Why don't we get into some um, gore factor? Okay. Can I just say yeah. how much I love this movie? I know over time, but I fucking love it. Well done to everybody in this movie. Done who worked on this movie. You did a great job. Yeah. Gore factor one. Not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. Five, run for the barf bag. We gave Lots it, of barf. We gave it a five. five. So much. We're gouging eyeballs out. Like, what are we even talking about? And puking blood all yeah. over And hatching people and, like, I mean, just full on. There's a lot of, like, the machete that Selena has that she uses very liberally in this yeah. film. I mean, there's is... a bat that he, like, when he takes down that little kid with a bat. Yeah. I mean, Jim oh, yeah. kills a kid with a bat. That's, like, the one person he, like, <laughs> Selena's been killing all these other people along the way as they got there. And, like, yeah. he just had that one. So, little boy. All right, we got our moving ratings. Uh, zero to five chainsaws. One if you're desperate. Two, belly qualities qualifies as a horror film three seen worse seen better uh four is not too shabby five fantastical where are we ladies up uh, fantastical i think that's a duck for episode much 100 the only thing i will throw you guys is do you think for I, I i thought about this when i was rewatching the film do you think the film would have been more interesting if the film had started when jim woke up like, do you think we needed the prologue of how the infected works, mm. the whole bit with the chimpanzee and the activists, and whatever? And I understand that the na- the point of it was to really demonstrate how the virus worked and that it's not zombies and all that kind of stuff. I feel like that gets exta- established with Mark's death. Yeah. And so for me, that same confusion that Jim had in the beginning, where you're like, what? Huh? Mer? I wonder if it wouldn't have been more interesting well, to start that way. I heard from Wes a little bit about, um, hi, Wes. He's going to be moving in for producing here, too. We got <laughs> another producer what this party gets bigger every week it just never can Um, tell changing around but he was talking to me about how there's like some theories that this was like an allegory for the aids epidemic as well Mm -hmm. and so you know the monkey chimpanzees like Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff and the lineage and origin of it and like saliva and blood and like things like bodily fluids and like all that kind of stuff of like mm -hmm. worrying about infection so actually the kiss oh lies i lied i'm talking about another movie cut that shit but there's also like a thing i know that we're like the rate like the rage is supposed to be sort of this, you know, metaphor for social rage and like, right. you know, all this kind of stuff. But I, I felt like the beginning was it like prologue, an evolutionary thing though that they wanted to show about people because we're talking but about I felt the like end the of prologue life. only served to demonstrate how the infected worked. How yeah, the well, that's worked, the thing. How it's it like was this zombie. But I'm wondering this is if it was, a new. It's mm-hmm. like he's like flipping the script. He's got a new, new kind of monster. They want to give you a clues on how things are working in case you can figure so. it out. But, but I, I also the think, death of Mark did that. You know, yeah, it's true. But I also think I think like Omega Man kind of starts where you don't know anything. And I think that that 
it starts off on such a low note because you're just confusion, confusion, confusion. Like here you have oh, a bit of a clue. You're like, okay, things got real fucked up real fast. And now here's the aftermath. So you can kind of mentally fill in the, the middle blanks. bit. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what the beginning was, you have nothing to fill in. I suppose so. Yeah. That's my, I can see that. That's my way I can I think. see that. Yeah. And you might not be as worried for him either. Cause you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's weird. There's nobody there, but why? But why? Yeah. And then you'd wonder why for at least 20 minutes. Definitely. I just don't know if it would have been more interesting because I, I feel like the, as as Jim is sort of what everything that Jim would say. So you discover with him. Think, right. Like, where is the government? Where is everybody? Is this a joke? Am I just dreaming? Like, am I, you know, mm-hmm. to be more. Not that I don't feel like we weren't enough with cheekbones as we went. My but, heart was already racing the whole damn movie. So I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking for more. I'm going to stop talking. So, literally um, the whole movie. So, I mean, this was your first time. Yeah, and it was like terrifying. I still had all the lights on in my house so I could take notes, but like, oh my God. Okay. Would you be I more scared of Romero zombies or the infected? The infected. The infected. Because they're, they're, cause they're fast. Because they're fast. Okay, what about you? Yeah, the infected. The infected, mm-hmm. yeah. Because the panic. Yeah. 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 I don't want someone puking blood in my face. That's yeah. no good. That's also, no good at all. Also, I feel like it's a two-prong approach. You can either puke blood in my face or eat me, yeah. whereas with zombies, either you way. can just eat me. Yeah. Yeah. Brains. Um, uh, thank, thank you, you. for <laughs> listening to us talk about brains and the infected and ghouls and zombies for a yeah. hundred episodes. Yeah. yeah we really and thank you so much you. for having me back, guys. This has of been course. so much Are fun. you kidding us? God. So of course. excited. Um, and uh, I would encourage everyone, their Patreon is amazing. I am a Patreon subscriber of Horror movie survival guide. Spoiler: I don't care. Um, but I love all their um, all the features, like special features you had. There was this great interview that they recently did after an episode that was a really BTS, and I'm a big fan of BTS. We got a monthly so newsletter if you coming at the you show, too. I would definitely recommend becoming a Patreon subscriber at any level because you get all kinds of fun tidbits. So tidbits you get, yes. and also we are on all of the social media things. So please find us on there. We love to hear from you. We we write you back. We're cool. We put memes up, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Everyone loves memes. Open to suggestions for films. Yes. Since we're open our please. notebook wide open. We've got our old notebook. We, we got, got the, yeah, the actual notebook. notebook is here in effect. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Look how beautiful that is. Yeah. Um, what are you guys doing next week? <sighs> next week, mm-hmm. we are doing one from the notebook. Are you? Yes. Yeah, Let's we see if I can find the, the page. Yes. Yes, the kiss. Which one was the kiss? Starring it, Meredith Salinger. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We love her so is. much. Oh, Natty Gan. Yesterday, Natty Gan. And she posted one. a really great thing about wolves and stuff because of Natty Gan. Oh, really? Like as a like cut to like Jon Snow. It was hilarious. Anywho, Big so it's a little, a little scene uh, film from 1987. We love Meredith Salinger and we're very excited to talk about it. Have you seen it? We don't know. We'll talk to you next week about it. Yeah. Thank you. 100 episodes. Ka-ching. <laughs> Ka-ching. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.